Welcome to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. I'm Steph Corker, and joining me today is Dr. Carla from North Vancouver, BC, and I am super pumped for this conversation. Hi, Carla. Hi, Steph. So I will put below where you can find Carla online, uh, but I think that my intro of Carla is better than Carla's intro of Carla because Carla is a mama. She is a wife. She is a chiropractor. She is a mover and a shaker. And when I think of Carla, I think that I move my body in the most boring ways because you know how to move your body in the most playful and joyful and fun ways. And I think that is so cool. And I mean, after giving birth to two wonderful humans, you still honor this body in such a fun and playful way. And I think that's so, so cool. Um, thank you you're for also- thinking about that part of it, the playful part. Thank you for noting oh, that. Please, it's you. I think like <laughs> monkey bars equals Carla. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you're also bringing a really cool film to our community. And I want to riff on that today for sure. But before we dive in, it's a special day. We're recording this on National Daughters Day. And you happen to have two really sweet daughters. Yeah, I do. Yeah, super blessed. Tell me what you did today with those two sweet little (laughs) nuggets. We got into some mischief in the kitchen, baking some great cinnamon buns. And we did, yeah, we did a good bike slash run to get some treats from Money the Tooth Fairy brought. And yeah, it was like (laughs) pretty glorious with the sunny day. So just a great day to feel, feel, um, yeah, grateful with them and enjoy them. Yeah. How, how does it feel um, as a woman in the world in 2018 and raising two, two beautiful, vibrant daughters right now? So if I'm going to think on the positive side and not focus on the negative side, it feels, it feels exciting because I feel like it's a time where women are getting ready to step up and make some change so that they can live the most empowered, their most empowered lives. Um, and I feel like the world is opening so that there can be more opportunity for them and for me to be a parent to a child at this time too. Like for example, we were at an, a social event the other night and I brought my daughter and I think that times are changing like that never would have been able to happen before and so now she gets the the opportunity to see you know what mom does and and the cool things that are happening in our community and how maybe she'll be inspired to make change so i think it's an exciting time for us as women to have daughters that are um yeah getting ready to to step up and do their own thing at some point in time it's so inspiring for me to watch you be a mother to your daughter because at this event, not only did you bring your daughter, which is of course a big deal, um, you brought your daughter with her knapsack, which had a crystal in it because she carries a crystal around in her knapsack and her knitting and she finger knits and she can finger knit faster than I can like send a text. And I just think, way to go. If these are the future female leaders of this world, we are in good hands. More crystals, more knitting, so on trend. I, to- I, I totally agree with you. Yes. Well, yes. that's the perfect segue. Speaking of rocks, um, is the uh, 
tour, the, the adventure film tour that you are bringing to North Vancouver in two weeks time. And we'll make sure the details are below. This is the gutsy girl adventure tour. And I just think this is so rad, super, super cool. And I want to know how you got into it and why you chose to bring the gutsy girl adventure tour to our hometown. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool question. So um, it was funny. So last year I went to the Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival and I saw uh, Darcy Hennessy Turin's film, The Moment. So it was at Centennial Theatre where my event is going to be on November 1st. And I also got to see her presentation on the film. And I'm not a mountain biker yet, soon to be, but I really felt in community with the audience there. And it's a really neat space. It's a, it fits a 650 people, so it's a decent size. That's no small event. No, and it, but it really feels intimate. And that was the point that I felt like I could reach across the room and say hi to somebody. And so it really made me realize that so often we go through our days and we're connecting to the people that we see at the office or, you know, school drop off or whatever it is. But I don't think that we often connect to the many people or the idea of the many people that we live close to who think like us. And I think it's a really powerful thing to consider because I think when we gather in community around something that means something to us, um, the, the, the things that can happen from that will just be exponential in their awesomeness. So it was that. And then I fell across Jemima Robinson's Australian Born Gutsy Film Tour just by chance. And I realized it'd be a really cool way to connect my Pride of Lionesses, which is my local movement project, uh, who really deeply value nature-based adventure with the greater community of people who believe in the power of the female mind, body, and spirit. And um, how, it important, how important it, has, it is for us, especially right now, to be celebrating this. That's and, so cool. Yeah, super fun. And, and, and it's kind of many reasons. And the, the next reason really is that I am a mom, like we said already. And yeah, I feel really committed to continuing to empower them to do what they're already doing. Like they're already living in their bodies and they're already getting to know themselves better through their bodies. And now with more time and wisdom, they're going to be able to understand how they can harness that power to use that physical power from their body to do exactly what it is that they want to do in their lives. So yeah, so that and then the fact that it's a selfish project because I want to be at an event like this and I want to <laughs> gather with people and celebrate the robustness and the resilience of the of females and really of anybody. So long answer, but it's all wow. these things. And yeah, and one more thing really, I read it just yesterday in your bio because we're coming soon, so to be part of this event as I'm reviewing your bio. Um, this is something I say that you say with – um, how we do anything is how we do everything. Mm. And I, I really want our audience to open their eyes to how they can relate to their bodies and how they can use their bodies and their movement practice or their sport as their teacher to learn themselves at a deeper level so that they can show up in the world better, not only for themselves, but the people around us and for like our world at large. Oh. Um, yeah. I could super riff with you on this. I love that you mentioned the S word being selfish, that it was actually an event that you would want to attend. Yeah. Because I think we really need to renovate our relationship with selfishness. And the more we can encourage and, and, and elevate our selfish spirit, the more we have to give. I'm like, we are better humans when we can be selfish. And then we do things that are, could not be more selfless. Look totally. at what you're doing. It's the most thoughtless, kind, 
uh, gesture you can do because you're not thinking about it in firstly for everyone else you're thinking what what do I want what do I want to experience and now 650 other people get get that because of you and I just I mean I I think that I'm a better person when I'm selfish and I run in the morning and I think we are a wonderful community that gets to reap the benefit of your selfishness. Oh, cool. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I think it's important. It was interesting. I just had the pleasure of getting to go down to teach at Jonathan Fields Camp Good Life Project recently again. And super cool. cool. And I, it's so amazing because I get to be um, a camper too. So I get to go to take all the classes myself. And one of the classes was on, on boundaries. And so for me being a mother and trying to do the work thing and, you know, the everything thing and the workouts, uh, it was really valuable for me, and I think you're so right, like creating space and, and clear space around the things that we love so that we're, you know, full so that we can give back better. So I, Totally. I yeah. Um, okay, back to Gutsy Girl. Yeah. It's a film tour. Is it happening in many cities right now, or how is this coming out to the world? Yeah, so um, Jemima Robinson started it in Australia, and they've been to 19 cities and all in, within Australia and New Zealand. And so this is the first time it's coming to North America, which is really exciting. Right on. Um, yeah. I just, I literally, I don't even know how I fell across it, but I did. And I was like, how does, how is this not here already? So. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool. And then, um, yeah, just so much support from our community. It's been really incredible watching and listening to everybody want to get behind. Yeah. Like even Alan from Vancouver International Mountain Film Festival, he's been so incredibly supportive and wants to be a part of helping this, yeah, be successful. So very cool. Cool. And for context, um, for people that don't know, this is a series of short films. What else can you tell us? Who is featured? Um, Yeah, give us us the deeds. Yeah, so um, the whole evening is a combination of things, but the first hour is going to be a a selection of short films that range from a six-year-old surfer, skateboarder, ripper who has a really special relationship with her father to a 90-year-old woman who's still figure skating um, and everything in between that fits more along the line with our mountain culture here. So um, mountain biking films, backcountry skiing, uh, slacklining, like a woman's running a program in Lebanon to help support the refugee children there so they can learn lessons through slacklining. Um, so really deep meaning to some of the movies. And some are just watching women and girls shred um, at what they do, which is also something I think that we need to not just take for granted because it's only been a recent time where that camera has been turned on the female in those sports um, or in, in any sport. So exciting that it's that's that's that time has come and then um, our feature film is a 25 minute film on about three Nepali mountain bikers and one of them actually is a triathlete so you can resonate with with her on the screen especially because she they're trying to get more females mountain biking there's like six or eight women in all of Nepal who are getting the opportunity to mountain bike and then the one woman she mountain bikes because she's a triathlete and the city the air quality is so poor that she wants to go up into the mountains away from the the poor air quality to do her training and like there's no water in the pool around them and there's no one on the track to support them and everything's run down and so i keep saying to people 
yeah, the content is inspiring, but also simply because here in North America are, for so many of us, not all of us, but so many of us are blessed that the restrictions on our physical activity tend to be motivation or weather or, you know, something like completely self-constructed. <laughs> totally. Whereas these people in Nepal, these women are just like, you know, fighting with their family members to be, for them to be okay with the fact that they bike, you know, yeah. like it's crazy. So yeah, go move. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you are also, um, you have a charity partner set up with One Girl Can. Mm-hmm. What was the motivation behind that? Oh yeah. And we have to get back to you because I got sidetracked there, but the event films, Can I backtrack here? Yeah. So an hour of films, and then we're going to take a little break, raise some money for One Girl Can, which we'll talk about in a second. But also following that is a 30-minute panel discussion with four incredible women, and Steph Corker is one of them. And um, yeah, the discussion is really going to center on the idea of how do we use our physical bodies um, to be better. And so Mm. that conversation will be very diverse from the, the, the three different opinions and, and our moderator driving us in a few different directions, but it's going to be fantastic. So Steph is one of them. And I'm honored. I'm really honored. And yet the other folks that you have chosen are truly, truly incredible. So tell us a little bit about Darcy and Jen and Laura for sure. <laughs> well, thank you first for being a part of it. And I, I said, um, I, the, the number one factor that I wanted to, um, help choose the panel was that the women that we were choosing were going to be actively pursuing their physical goals and achieving success. And I'm going to say success in quotation marks um, in their professional and personal lives, and then also giving back to others at the same time. So you qualified right away. And the idea that you really are nailing it in all these areas of your life and you're doing it with, you know, authenticity and vulnerability so often for us to witness that. And thank you for being that way. And I and, and really want to highlight the optimism because I think we need these perspective shifts and you are so consistent with helping people shift their perspective on what we need to be grateful for in this world. So thank you, Steph. Thank you. And, yeah. And then Darcy Hennessy Turin. So chose her because of my experience with the film. And then yeah, she's the most celebrated and prolific female adventure filmmaker. So she's amazing and was also an ex-professional mountain biker. So she kind of balances grit and grace quite beautifully. And then Jen Seeger, who's an official coach for Run Like a Girl. Um, she's just a powerhouse. She's mom. And she's like 100% all about empowering people to achieve their goals and to support them to just dig deep and believe in themselves. Um, and thank you for the introduction to Laura Appleton, who is our moderator, because she is lovely and she's just a humble and yet really clever, funny, successful, full-time working mom of two teens. And she's at the director level at Arcteryx, just living her passion to lift people up and let them do what they want to do with their lives. So yeah, thank you. Incredible. That's so cool. Very cool. Um, are there other partners that you'd want to highlight uh, I feel like you've really reached out and the community is like so jumping on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So, so many partners and the, the one being like our charity, the, who we're mm-hmm. giving money to, which is One Girl yeah. Can, and uh, just a really impressive organization, educating and mentoring girls in, in Africa and run by Lottie Davis, as you all know, because you're on the board now, which is fantastic. And, yeah, I, I saw her speak at an event a few years ago and she was just so articulate and intelligent and yet 
really confident and um, had such a, such grace and sense of humility. And so I was like, if she's like this, then of course she's going to be running an organization like this. And you could tell that she just wanted to empower others and it wasn't all about her. Mm. So that's why we've chosen One Girl Can because it's all about um, changing this world one, one girl at a time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, have you had similar experiences yeah. with Bloody? Yeah. Oh my word. I can't <laughs> say enough. I'm really, really honored to be a part of the organization. Um, our, our business, the Corker Company, donates a, por- a portion of all of our um, proceeds. I guess it's not proceeds. It's called revenue of our training program to One Girl Can. We support women there. I, I am on the board. Um, Latte is the founder of AG Hair, which is a hair care company here in Vancouver. And she said that she reached a point where she didn't want to just continue to make money and wanted to give. And it's near and dear um, to her because it's not far from where she grew up in South Africa. And funny enough, she grew up in the little town where Iron Man South Africa was. And um, Iron Man South Africa was my first Iron Man as a professional, and it was a really sweet experience. So it all sort of comes full circle. It's so meaningful to have purpose beyond Vancouver. And to your point, you know, we're so lucky to be able to move our bodies here. Um, we're also really lucky to have access to education and and to mentors that are just literally a phone call away. And it's not like that for those girls. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really. I'm really thrilled that you chose them. And I think that anything we can do to help, it's a very special group for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for helping be a part of that process too. So thank you. Um, Yeah. And the other partners, you're so right. Like we've just been, I I could not have expected this, but everybody has been so incredibly supportive. And so, yeah, we have, I, it's like I had a partner tap and I almost have to turn it off right now because it's just so annoying. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And so, yeah, companies like, I mean, Mountain Life Magazine just immediately stepped up and said they'd be our media sponsor and Tuja Wellness. I've built relationships with so many of these companies over the years that are now still present. And I think that's, you know, part of what this is all about is is just building relationship, relationships with people in our community that are based on, you know, loyalty and honesty and trust and mutual wins. Like this, this is a mutual win for all of us. And so, yeah, like the Hive Climbing Gym and Alan with the Vimp and, and Arcteryx and MEC and RYU and Native Shoes and Icebreaker and Vitruvi, which is great because Sarah is so involved with One Girl Can as well yeah. and Cliff Bar and Grouse Mountain and, oh my gosh, I could keep going and going, but um, Dude. yeah, yeah there's so, awesome. so many. Yeah. My brother, <laughs> Kyle Capito <laughs> Realty, like it's just, it's, yeah, it's been, um, great. And there's so many conversations still in the mix. So like Tara Lazarski and post-performance rehab where I work, the clinic that I'm at and Aaron Moon Therapeutics. Anyway, I could keep going, but um, I won't. That's amazing. Yeah. We are going to link them all and they are so fabulous. We absolutely will make sure they're linked below. Um, mm-hmm. We'll also include a link to ticket sales, though we can't promise that the event won't already be sold out, but wait lists are okay. So yeah. check out the link below. And we wrap every podcast at Team Corker with our favorite question, which is today in this moment, what is making your heart beat faster, Carla? Mm. This is hard for me because I'm such an intensely passionate person that my heart is palpable and felt in so many different ways. Um, so if we're talking speed and we're going to keep it generic, I'd say 
helping people feel good about themselves, empowering them, lifting them up. Um, and this for me, I'm fortunate it can happen in so many different ways, you know, with my movement practice, with, with Linus, with being a chiropractor as a wife, as a mom, as a daughter, as a friend, as a, you know, it's so yeah, lifting others up. And, um, and then if we're talking size, like that swelling feeling, I'm going to say, uh, watching my girls light eyes light up. So, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Real Carla, deal. That's a wrap. Always a pleasure when I get to see your beautiful face. I can't wait for this event. I'm honored to be a part of it, but really, I'm just so, so grateful that you were selfish enough to take on the pursuit of, of putting it all together. It's no small feat. Oh gosh, Steph. And thanks so much. And thanks so much for being a part of the event. I think it's going to be a real gift to have you on stage and being a part of this. So big, I'm big, so honored. Thank you. Big love. Big love back. <laughs>